Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Police in Memphis, Tennessee said on Monday, July 31st that officers shot a man after he fired a weapon outside a Jewish school and tried to break inside the building. The suspect was a former student at the school, said U.S. Representative Steve Cohn, whose district includes Memphis. The Jewish security group also said the suspect was Jewish and that the incident appeared to be personal in nature. The Memphis Police Department would not confirm the claims. The Memphis Police Department also said that it had received a call at around 12.20 p.m. about a suspect armed with a handgun outside the Margolin Hebrew Academy. The suspect, a white male, attempted to enter the school but was unable to gain access to the building due to its security doors. Thankfully, that school had a great safety procedure and processes in place and avoided anyone being harmed or injured at the scene, said Assistant Police Chief Don Crow. The suspect fired a handgun at the school several times, causing no injuries, then fled the scene according to the Secure Community Network, which coordinates security for Jewish institutions in the U.S. The Secure Community Network and the Memphis Jewish Federation obtained security camera footage of the suspect, identified him by his license plate, and discovered additional details about him. The information was then shared with law enforcement, which put out a broadcast about the suspect's maroon pickup truck. Officers spotted the vehicle soon after in the adjacent city of Bartlett. When officers stopped the vehicle, the suspect exited with a handgun. A Memphis Police Department officer then fired at the suspect, hitting him. The suspect was transported to hospital in critical condition, and the attempted attack is under investigation, police say. A police spokesman said officers had, quote, mitigated a potential mass shooting situation. When asked if law enforcement believed the shooting was a hate crime, Chief Crow said it was, quote, way too early to make that determination, and officers were still on the scene collecting information. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigations is now handling the case. The Hebrew Academy Day School was still on summer break during the incident, but there were school personnel including construction workers at the site, and the building immediately went into lockdown. As well, all schools in the Memphis Shelby County School Districts were also put on a precautionary lockdown, which was lifted later at 2 p.m. The Margolin Hebrew Academy is an Orthodox Jewish school serving students from preschool through the 12th grade. U.S. Jewish institutions have invested heavily in security measures in recent years as anti-Semitism has soared in the U.S. and after a series of deadly attacks on Jews. Security experts have said basic measures such as locked, reinforced doors can thwart attempted attacks. Number 2 Two terrorists were arrested by the Maharashtra Anti-Terrorist Squad, the ATS, and were found to be in possession of images of the Chabad House in Mumbai, India, and the Jewish center that was tragically attacked in 2008. Mumbai police have increased security around the local Chabad house after pictures of the Jewish community center were found with terror suspects arrested by the Indian Maharashtra anti-terrorism squad. The suspects had allegedly conducted surveillance of the center in the Kalaba section of Mumbai. According to Indian Today, the Maharashtra arrested Mohammed Imran Umad Yunus Khan and Mod Yunus Umad Yaqub Saki from Pune, a town about 120 kilometers southwest of Mumbai a few days ago. According to the agency, the suspected terrorists were planning an attack in Rajasthan, a state in northern India. During the investigation, officials recovered two Google images of the Chabad house from the suspects. The Maharashtra ATS informed Mumbai police officials about the photos and subsequently the south region of Mumbai police beefed up security and surveillance at the Chabad house. A security drill was also conducted in the area. 
According to Kikara Shabbat, Chabad World Assistance, the CWA, Chabad Security Headquarters established following the November 2008 terror attack on the Mumbai Chabad House, contacted the local Chabad emissary, Rabbi Yisrael Kozlovsky, and instructed him on ways to deal with the threats. Just a reminder, on November 26, 2008, two Islamist attackers seized the Chabad House in Mumbai, holding those present hostage. During the incident, unfortunately, six hostages were murdered, including the Chabad Shluchim, Rabbi Gavriel Holtzberg, and his wife Rivka, who was six months pregnant at the time. An Indian nanny managed to rescue the couple's two-year-old son, Maishi, from the onslaught, who was later taken to Israel and raised by his grandparents. Number three. A 45-year-old man in Israel didn't merely have a near-death experience last month. He technically died twice. And he lived to tell the tale thanks to a joint life-saving initiative by Magen David Adom, MADA, and Shamir Medical Center that put a heart-lung bypass machine on an ambulance. On June 27th, the man went into cardiac arrest while in an art gallery in Bnei Brak. Key to his survival was the fact that he received initial CPR from a civilian and that EMTs arrived in minutes, ensuring his organs received oxygen despite his heart not actually breathing. Beating. Within one minute and 50 seconds of the patient's collapse, the person who called MADA, Israel's National Emergency Service System, was performing CPR under the MADA dispatcher's direction. Within three minutes of the call, MADA first responders were at the scene administering cardiac shocks from a defibrillator, restarting the man's heart. And within five minutes, an, a MADA mobile intensive care unit, the MICU, was at the scene, initiating the patient's transfer. At the same time, a second ambulance, a special ECMO, extracorporeal membrane oxygenation unit equipped with a heart-lung bypass machine that MADA and Shamir Medical Center launched several months ago also raced to the scene. Soon after, the MDA MICU team initiated the transfer and soon thereafter the patient's heart stopped a second time. Then MADA made the decision to transfer him to the ECMO ambulance providing him with a better chance of arriving to the hospital alive with his brain and organs fully oxygenated. The MADA team pulled a man from the mobile ICU ambulance and seeking ample space to hook him up to the ECMO machine, took him to a nearby ceramic store whose owner acquiesced to closing his shop while they used his floor space as a medical staging area. After the patient was put on the ECMO machine, which was now acting in lieu of the patient's heart and lungs, he was loaded into the ECMO ambulance and rushed to the catheter lab at Shamir Medical Center, where he underwent angioplasty. He regained consciousness the next day, looking shockingly well, and recorded a thank you video to MADA first responders for saving his life. The ECMO unit is the only one based on an ambulance in Israel. It's a game changer, according to Dr. Shafir Butner, senior paramedic and head of MDA's MADA's paramedic training. This now makes Israel one of the few countries in the world, along with the United States, Britain, France, Australia, and the Netherlands, who are using ECMO technology outside of a hospital setting. It buys the paramedics time enabling you to work smartly and without the sense that time is ticking away because you, you know you don't have to worry about the patient's brain and other organs being deprived of oxygen, Dr. Butner said. Innovations like the ECMO ambulance could make survival rates for cardiac events appreciably higher. Since that incident in Bnei Brak, several other patients also have been saved with the ECMO ambulance, all with seemingly good outcomes so far, Bar Hashem. In light of this, Magen David Adom is now looking at designing an even more advanced vehicle that can perform even more complex procedures outside hospital walls to save even more lives. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.